Hello, and welcome back to the 16th episode of Chalice of Hope. I'm your host, Jason, and you know today I'm sorry that you know this podcast is coming a little later, but you know I'm happy that I still had time to record something. And today was it was a pretty stressful day. You know, I think you know I had I had a problem which I need to resolve, and you know although it took some time. You know, it was very rewarding to finish. You know, and that was me basically reformatting my resume. Yeah, it's a bunch of you know, it's the personal stuff, but you know, at least I like to keep myself, you know, informed of you know the reasoning why I feel a certain way. And you know, I think one of the reasons why is because I think you know reformatting something, going from like a Google Doc to a Word, is really annoying. You know, especially when you spend so long, and the formatting just comes out completely wrong. But you know, I, I wanted to pull out my hair, you know, you know, I wanted to cry, but you know, I got it done. And you know, along the way, I learned new tips and tricks. You know, I will only would have been able to learn that if, you know, if I was able to do this. You know, if I was able to tackle on this, 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 uh, this struggle that I had. So today, you know, I want to focus on, you know, what I felt, and that was, you know, stress, you know, and I really want to hammer down on this idea of stress, you know, what it means to me, you know, why I think it's, it can be both good and bad at the same time, and, you know. I think for me, I want to at least provide my insight on, you know, what is healthy stress, you know, what amount of stress is good for you, you know. So before I go further, you know, I want to address what I mean by what stress means. You know, you, I think stress, you know, it's it's a feeling that like it's like a feeling of uneasiness and uncomfort because of you know something that's you know something that you need to do or you know it's something that's applying a lot of tension on you. You know, you know, even though like I define it, you know, I think it's still kind of hard to. Physically explain it, but you know, you can give. I could give you scenarios, and you know, you know, I could give you like multitudes of scenarios of what stress means, and you know, you could relate to them, and you could understand what it means. And you know, I think something that's very interesting about stress is you know, it has different levels. You know, so like it could be something as small as you know, you forgot to grab an ingredient. From a store that you needed to, you know, cook later tonight. So now you're stressed that you know you have to drive back and hope that it's not sold out. You know, or it could be something as small as you know, you're making dinner, but you forgot to turn on the rice cooker, and then you know, or you know, it could be something as big as you know, forgetting your homework, you know, or forget that you have a test tomorrow, or you know, you missed a flight home, you know. The uncertainty of COVID, or you know, it could be something as physical as you know you being sick, you know, or you being injured. You have stress on your body, and that's where I think stress becomes hard to define, you know, because stress is something which it can come both emotionally and physically, you know, and it's kind of hard to generalize that this definition when it's so. You know, it's 
it could come in many forms. So it's hard to, you know, make a generalization about what it means as a whole. And that's why, you know, I think it's something that's very, you know, important to talk about, important to bring up, you know, because, you know, you need to have this uneasiness and, you know, this uneasiness and this stress is what, you know, it produces results. You know, think about the time when, you know, you had homework due, you know, and, you know, your timeline was coming up, so you had to finish it, you know? So, you know, that stress is beneficial. And, you know, I don't think, you know, stress is a bad thing. You know, I think something which a lot of people, you know, when they complain about stress is, you know, how bad it is. You know, in the moment, you know, stress may seem horrible. You know, it may seem like you're you're just being eaten alive. But I think that's because one, you need to better prioritize your time management. Or I think it's just that, you know, it's just something in the short term, you know, and I think, you know, when you look at the long run, you know, it won't be that significant once you like, it's like that hindsight bias, you know, when you look back on it, you know, it's gonna be like, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Maybe I was over exaggerating a little bit, or maybe I was just being you know, I wasn't well equipped at the time. And, you know, I think the best way to describe this level of stress is to talk about the Yerkes Dodson curve. You know, for all those who aren't in psychology, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give like a, a, a basic definition of this. So, you know, this curve basically describes the level of stress and the level of, level of activity in relation to the level of stress. So let's first talk about, you know, you, if you have low levels of stress, you know, your activities will be low. You know, this makes sense, right? It seems like it's kind of like common sense. You know, if you don't have anything to do, you know, your stress is low. So that means, you know, you're not going to get anything done, you know. And, you know, I think that's something like perfect example is summer. You know, you don't have homework to do. You don't have school. So your stress level is low. But then what do most people do during the summer? You know, they don't really do much besides, you know, chill and relax. And then on the other spectrum, you have high levels of stress. You know, this is where it gets a little tricky. And when you look at Yerkes Dodson's curve, when you have incredibly high levels of stress, you know, your productivity and your, you know, activity levels are just as low as when you have low energy, when you have low stress. You know, so how does it make sense? How is having high stress and low stress equivalent to the same level of low activity. And, you know, I can break this down for you. So let's say, you know, you have 100 signs to do and you have one week to finish it all. You know, to be honest, you know, you may not have time to finish it all, you know, and you're overwhelmed. You know, you're, you're, you're physically overwhelmed by the amount of things that you have to do. So when you're overwhelmed, you know, you feel like that, you can't finish it all. So either one, you don't have the energy to do it or two, you know, you just give up because, you know, you physically can't do all a hundred of them. And that is what, you know, it's kind of like a mindset. It's like a, it's like an attack on the mental, you know, because you have so much, you can't do it all. So your activity level is low. And then now we're going to talk about, you know, the, the Goldilocks zone of stress. This is like the medium stress. And this is where, you know, I, try to put myself into because this Goldilocks zone is where 
you know, you have time to do all the assignments and you also have the energy to. This is what I call, you know, this is where you have the highest level of production. You know, this is where, you know, water is present. You know, this is where, you know, your 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 brain juices are flowing and you're 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 actually seeing yourself finish things and grow from them. Like, you know, like how I was feeling when I was stressed out about, you know, reformatting. And you know, it's like a it's kind of it takes a lot of experience, you know, to understand what your Goldilocks zone is. You know, I think subjectively, you know, some may be bigger, some may be smaller in terms of what level of stress equates to it. You know, because some people are susceptible to stress. Others are, you know, they're more welcoming. So I think for yourself, you need to make sure that, you know, you're finding out what this Goldilocks zone is for you. You know, so when I'm talking about, you know, this, this yerkes dotson curve, you know, how does this relate to every day? And, you know, I think... You know, I think something which people perceive wrongly is, you know, they they either think that, you know, they're one on the low stress level or on the high, you know, they're either not doing anything or they're too overwhelmed. You know, this is based on my own opinion, but I feel like, you know, it's kind of like a, it's like people aren't managing their time well enough. So they're, they're on completely polar opposites of the spectrum, you know, and You know, it's kind of, it's kind of, you know, interesting to see this because, you know, as a college student, you know, I felt this way sometimes, but, you know, it was because, you know, I was procrastinating and, you know, I wasn't managing my time correctly. And, you know, I think many people are the same, you know, especially if you're a high schooler, a middle schooler, you know, depending on what you're majoring, depending on what you're doing, you know, you may feel this, you know, you may feel that, you know, you either have either ends of the spectrum. And, you know, I think one of the reasons why is because people procrastinate and, you know, people aren't prioritizing correctly. You know, I think you'd be lying if you said you didn't procrastinate. You know, you have to procrastinate and it's part of your life, no matter how old you are. And, you know, I think it's beneficial, but harmful at the same time. You know, and I want to, you know, focus on the harmful effects. But, you know, I think looking at the good parts, you know, I think, you know, procrastination isn't a negative. It shouldn't be seen in a negative light. You know, I think procrastination is good. Like it, the first good example of it is, you know, you have two assignments you have to do and you don't have time to put, you know, equal effort into one or the other. So you have to prioritize one over the other. So, you know, that type of prioritization is good. That is where, you know, I think procrastination will perfectly come in because you're using your, you're using your, you know, you're thinking about it and you're actively trying to find a way for you to, you know, complete assignments. But, you know, I think the second part is where I want to hammer down on. And I think is the reason why people are on these two spectrums of, you know, either low or high stress. And this is a perfect example. Let's say, you know, you have two weeks to do an assignment. You have a project due in two weeks. You know, on day one, you're not going to do anything because, you know, you have 13 more days left to finish it. So you're not inclined to do it. And then you have that mindset into the next day, into the third day, into the fourth day. You're like, oh, I have 10 more days. And then you do that for the next five, six days. And now look at you. You are on Sunday. You know, you are on the day before the assignment is due, 
at eight at night trying to cram all this down. This is something which I, I've experienced and I know millions of other students have. You know, and I think that's one of the reasons why you either have lower or high stress. It's because you aren't prioritizing correctly. You are putting things off, you know, without having a purpose. And your only purpose is, you know, I have time to do it. No, 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 no. That's a horrible mindset to have. And, you know, I think it's that's something that's extremely dangerous, you know, because I think it's, you know, even though, even though, you know, you get the assignment done, and, you know, you may get a good grade on it. It's not good on yourself because you're building a bad habit. And it's also because, you know, some people may not be able to handle this high level of stress, you know, you know, in high school or middle school, you know, you can get by by doing this, you know, you, you, you have time, you, you can get by by, you know, waiting till the last day to finish the assignment uh, or, you know, even the class before to finish the assignment, you know, and I think that's pretty common, you know, because high school, I would say is, you know, it's more, it allows for more leeway. We know that you're in college. I think this is where, you know, I think, you know, the second part is really bad. And I think that it's important to, I think it's important that, you know, you understand this early on, that you're able to address the issues that, you know, you know, you, you need to fix this bad mindset, you know, your this bad habit that you have, you know, because in college, you know, you may have more free time. So you may think that, you know, you are able to, you know, have more time to do assignments. But, you know, that's not right because, you know, once you're in college, you have more priorities, you know, extracurriculars, you know, student organizations, social life, you know, even though you have all this freedom, you have all these things that are coming at you and all these things you have to balance. And, you know, that's all about taking accountability for your actions, you know, making sure that, you know, you're managing your time better. And so you don't have to feel, you know, this either you have stress or no stress. And, you know, I think one way that I've been doing, you know, to counteract this, you know, to counteract these polar, these polar sides and for me to reach, you know, this Goldilocks zone is, you know, it's all about finding ways to manage your time, finding ways for you to spread out what you need to do and for you to prioritize things. You know, I think one of the, one of the most important things that I've done or I've started doing is making Google calendars. I think, you know, if you think about it, it sounds so simple, you know, it's like, of course, you know, visualizing your things will make it a lot easier. And, you know, I think people know about this, but they don't utilize it to the max. You know, I don't think people understand. I don't think people understand how, you know, how impactful a Google Calendar really is. You know, visualizing your schedule is so much better than, you know, trying to remember it, you know, trying to remember it off the top of your mind because you often forget things. And, you know, with with it, you know, with having a visual, like, we, like visual look at your week or your month, you know, you're able to better manage your time, better manage your meetings, your organizations. You know, and for me, you know, I like to clutter my, Google Calendar, you know, because I often forget things. So, you know, I often have to check my calendar, you know, but, you know, some people, sometimes, you know, that's not how it works for, 
people. You know, some people like little reminders. You know, they like to have a general basis of what they do. And, you know, if they deviate from it, you know, it's fine. And then, you know, I think something that's second, secondly, that's most important is, you know, you, you need to be able to spread out your assignments. You know, and in high school, you know, you're able to, you know, finish your assignments maybe two hours, you know, two hours max, you know, on like the last day or something that, and, you know, in college, you can't really do that. You know, some assignments, you know, they may take hours and hours and days, you know, because, you know, most of colleges, you know, these homeworks are supposed to test you. And, you know, these projects are meant for you to actually work on them. And they're meant for you to take, you know, weeks, months to finish them. So, you know, you don't have the luxury of procrastinating until the very end. And, you know, adding on to that, you know, you have to manage your time and you also need to manage your extracurriculars and your social life. You know, because in college, you know, you want to have the college experience. And that is, you know, joining organizations, meeting people. You know, there's a lot of stuff that you need to do. And, you know, it, it won't come easy. You know, I took like a whole semester, maybe even two semesters for me to finally reach what I wanted to do. And, you know, it's important that, you know, you, you build good habits early on. You know, it's important that, you know, time management is something, you know, it's not just like a phase, you know, it's not like you only need it for high school or college. No, you need time management for the rest of your life. I don't care if you're 15, 30, 50, you will be using time management for everything. You know, it's just like, it's like a universal skill that you need to have. You know, I don't care if you're a banker, you're a CEO, you know, you're a teacher, you're a student, you know, you're a kid, you know, you're a mother, you know, time management is everything. And every one of these jobs needs it. And, you know, all of this ties to, you know, creating that level of stress that you'll be able to, you know, be able to grow and, you know, be able to actually do things, you know. And, you know, you need to understand that, you know, getting to this Goldilocks zone of stress isn't easy. You know, like tell, me telling you the things to get there won't, you know, magically help you to do it. You know, it's not going to like overnight make you, you know, more better at things. You know, it takes time and, you know, you need to build good habits about it. You know, and one of the things which I've been trying to focus more on is reaching out, asking help from others. You know, and I think this is one way which, you know, people often don't look at, you know, you know, create like a study group together, you know, that'll like increase your, it'll increase your, you know, your productivity and help you actually finish assignments to study together, ask people questions, you know, something which I've been trying to do also is, you know, ask professors for help, you know, because they teach the class and they're more than willing to help you. And, you know, if you don't help them and you try to do things by yourself, you're, you're going to get nowhere and you're going to be trapped in, you know, the cycle of having high stress constantly. And, you know, I think, you know, I've, I've been one of those students, you know, in high school or middle school, you know, I was always a student, you know, like I was getting by by myself and I was getting okay grades. But, you know, I think something which I didn't realize at the time was, you know, if I reached for help, how much greater I could have become, you know, not just looking at the grades, you know, how, how much, how much good habits I would have been building, you know, asking questions is a skill, which I think everyone should, everyone needs. You know, you know, curiosity is a skill which will help you grow.
and it'll make you into a student who wants to seek growth and who's shameless and who doesn't have an ego who thinks that they're great. And you know, you know, I've been focusing more on you know the high stress and the middle stress, but you know now I want to focus on the uh, you know the the low stress area, and I think this area is a little bit tricky to address, you know, because you know I think this is something important you need to address is because you know low stress is something which I think people don't like. But I think also people do a lot of without knowing. And I think this is, it's important to address it because, you know, I think, you know, sometimes it's good to have no stress. You know, you 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 had an extremely busy week, you know, and, you know, you may be leading on to like the higher ends of stress, but still in the Goldilocks zone. Or sometimes, you know, you may even cross the border and go into the high stress. You know, you had busy week. It's busy season, you know. So, you know, you use... The weekends to detox, you know, to recharge, you know, and I think that's good. But, you know, also some people, like, they don't like that. You know, them not doing anything gives them stress. You know, how ironic that is. But, you know, they feel that, you know, doing nothing is bad. So, you know, they think that stress, they need to have that constant stress. And so, you know, when I'm talking about no stress, you know, I think it's very subjective. You know, at least for myself, you know, I think low stress is good. You know, because it'll help you to better understand what your middle zone is. You know, what that Goldilocks zone is. And, but also, you know, sometimes, you know, some people are wired differently. You know, they, they, they are built differently. So, you know, they will always want to constantly be in this middle stress. And, you know, it's, it's like a person by person basis. So, you know, I think it takes a lot of experimenting. You know, it takes a lot of. You know, it takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of the process for you to finally, you know, decide and it's finally for you to, you know, discover what your Goldilocks zone is. You know, like I said before, you know, some people may have, you know, their, their no stress level may be higher or lower or their high stress level may be higher or lower. You know, it's all depending on, you know, how susceptible people are to stress, you know, and how people, you know, how stress affects them you know some people you know stress makes them you know it makes them do like insane things you know it makes it turn out incredible things you know but also some people take stress really hard you know some people they they, they take stress where you know it overburdens them you know it, it's all depending on the person you know and you know i can't give you one answer of you know what will best get you to the Goldilocks zone? What you need to do for, you know, high stress and low stress. You know, that's, you know, I'm here to, you know, address the issue that, you know, that, you know, you're struggling with, you know. I'm here to address that, you know, people experience this, experience this, so you're not alone. But, you know, I'm also here to, you know, kind of give you some guidance, you know. I'm kind of here to tell you that, you know, me talking to you, you know, me telling you these tips of what helped me, it may not help you. You know, maybe some aspects of what I'm saying may be beneficial. But in the end, you know, it's up for you to experiment. You know, you may take the things that I say and just throw it out the window. You know, you may think I'm not a crazy. So if I think, if you think I'm crazy, then, you know, experiment. Try to do things which, you know, it'll help you. 
you know, and you know, that's what most of my things, most of the things I've been preaching, you know, I talk about my own experience, you know, because for me, you know, for me, when I deal with stress, you know, I'm talking about my own subjective view, you know, maybe some things may align with how the way you think, but you know, also it may not at all, you know, and it's just like, it's important because, you know, I address it because I think it's important to have a holistic view. You know, even if I don't, even if you don't agree with the things that I do, that reinforces the ideas that, you know, reinforces the things that you do. It reinforces that, you know, you're focusing on this, you know, you're doing this more because it helps you better than the things that I talked about. And it's important that, And it's important that, you know, you know, you address to others, you know, how you deal with things, you know, because people think differently, but, you know, if, if like, like a light bulb, you know, pops up because of you, something you said, you know, you, you don't know how impactful it can be, you know, that could be game changing for someone, or, you know, it could be something as small as, you know, it helps them rethink. So they come into a different answer, you know, it's maybe... I use it as a way for people to question the way that they think, you know, if they're struggling, you know, I use it as a way for people to, you know, if they're struggling, you know, they have a fresh perspective. And, you know, for all those who are listening, you know, I hope that, you know, this topic of stress was pretty important for you. You know, I hope I talked about, you know, the points of, you know, getting to the Goldilocks zone, you know, how to deal with high and low stress, you know, how to address it, you know, why maybe you're struggling with it, whether it be procrastination, you know, you, you have like a pocket of time that's extremely stressful. You know, no matter the reason, you know, I hope that, you know, you find your way to deal with it. You know, whether it's something that I said, or you, know, you, you find your own way, or you reach out to others for help. You know, I hope that you're able to, you know, you're able to, you know, come to a solution, you know, and you're able to grow from it. You know, because in the end, you know, life is all about growing. Life is about using every experience that you have in order to make yourself grow. You know, you may fail. You know, you may be able, you may be, you know, you know, stress may put you in the dirt. You know, stress may, you know, it may be like a cakewalk to you. But, you know, it doesn't matter which spectrum you're on. You know, your story could be beneficial for someone else. You know, if someone reaches out to you, you know, you best believe that, you know, you better respond. You best believe that your own opinion matters. And whether they agree with it or not, they'll take it into consideration. And, you know, also, you know, I think it's important that, you know, you put yourself into these situations, you know, you put yourself into these stressful situations, you know, you put yourself into, you know, a stressful situation because you know this is where maximum growth happens you know the goldilocks zone you know you you may be you know you may be a little bit uncomfortable in the moment you know you may like maybe in the moment you know you think that the stress is you know it, it may be building on you but you know in the, but i think you know you need to find your tactics to deal with it and you know you need to adapt to it you know, because if you're able to adapt to that stress, that means, you know, you're growing, you're adapting, you're maturing. And, you know, if you, you know, 
And, you know, if you're not in this Goldilocks zone, then I think, you know, it'll be a lot harder for you to grow, you know, and I think in the end, you know, people want to change, you know, people think change is good. And, you know, I agree with it. And, you know, in order for you to change, you need to find methods to adapt. And, you know, it's all about the process. You know, the things I'm saying today is, you know, it's, you know, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to get into this Goldilocks zone. You know, it's not easy to, you know, to handle stress. You know, it's not easy to, you know, time manage, you know, find, implement these solutions into your everyday life. But I can tell you, you know, no matter how many times you fail, you know, you best get up two times stronger. You know, you best believe that, you know, you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it and you're going to implement it next time it happens, you know, because the things that you learn on the journey will carry on with you forever. And, you know, no matter who you number, no matter who's listening, you know, never give up, you know, make sure that you're trying to time manage better. And, you know, you're trying to manage your stress levels. And, you know, ultimately, you know, you want to see growth. And, you know, I hope that, you know, I'm with you on your journey, you know, I'm rooting you. And, you know, I hope that the things that I'm talking about could give you that, you know, that, that little bit of hope, that little bit of, you know, encouragement to change. And with that, I'd like to thank you guys for coming to the 16th episode of Chalice of Hope. Thank you guys for listening, and I hope you guys have a good start to your weekend. Bye-bye.